that like a store? Um, I went to the library online. <laughs> uh, and I got an ebook. <laughs> but it's still a physical, like, a, there's a physical version of this book out there. Oh, I'm very proud of you. You've done your research. I will be e-turning pages. Hello and welcome to Afternoonified. The mini podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Emily. We introduced ourselves like a real podcast this time. Yeah, I mean, that's more than I can say for our other minis. <laughs> um, as soon as we'll I, get the hang of it. As soon as I remember which app I downloaded this book to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, as part of a... I'm going to say it's going to be an ongoing series. I I will be uh, reading you guys uh, stories from different mythologies because they're weird, but they're not long enough to merit their own episodes. But if I did all of them in one episode, it would be too much. I think they will be perfect for little minis. This is from... Um, who wrote this book? Ah, yes. Uh, this is going to be from the National Geographic produced book. The Treasury of North Mythology by uh, Donna Jo Napoli. That sounds very official and real. There's pictures in the book. <gasps> oh. Um, and for all intents and purposes, I'm going to be reading the chapter of the book titled Shapeshifters because it has um, one of the best stories from uh, Norse mythology that doesn't involve Thor giving his mom cats as a present. And also, I learned that in normal mythology, Loki is not Odin's son, but his brother. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I learned something new today. <laughs> uh, the role of Loki will be played by Tom Hiddleston. I was going to say, I it is impossible to imagine Loki as anybody but Tom Hiddleston. There was a, there's a Loki in American Gods, but he doesn't play a big enough part for me to like have him as my canon Loki. Yeah, he's... He's never going to out-Loki Tom Hiddleston. Oh, no. Sometimes Tom Hiddleston out-Loki's Tom Hiddleston, but <laughs> this is a story about how Loki fucked a horse. Actually, he got fucked by the horse. Well, at end of episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just making sure I got the right pages. Yeah. She good. Uh, shapeshifters abounded. People were convinced that the visions of beasts and monsters that came to them in dreams were their departed loved ones. And even in ordinary life, you could never be sure who that particularly large bear spying on you might be, or that seal you were dueling with, or even that terribly annoying fly that bit you as you worked at the forge. Just a glimpse into Norse life. Oh, this Norwegian life would be a really good offshoot podcast. <laughs> Uh, the very nature of shapeshifting is deception. Thus, it's no surprise that Loki, that disgrace of all beings, had perfected the art of shapeshifting. That's kind of mean. It what is. What did Loki ever do? Well, well a he lot, did but... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of his thing. Doing stuff. And sometimes he used it to the advantage of the Aesir, which I have to imagine is, uh, I don't know, some god thing. I didn't actually look that up. I was going to say, that's kind of like the... Is it for lack of a better word, the pantheon of Norse mythology, yeah. right? Well, it's yeah, pronounced Aesir too. So fuck me, right? Um, <laughs> Words. Yeah, they they were one of the two main tribes of deities venerated by the Norse, and included Odin, Frigg, Thor, those guys. It's spelled Aesir. The Ragnarok but the, crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The A E is that fancy A E that's like one letter, mm. so it's Aesir. 
I uh, played by boo-ha-ha rules on this one and uh, barely read it. Oh, good. <laughs> That's always an adventure. I thought it would be more fun. Uh, this may well be why some of the gods, especially Thor, enjoyed his company. He's an <laughs> asshole, but he's our asshole. In the battle between the Aesir and the Vanir, the stone wall around Asgard was reduced to rubble. The gods wanted it rebuilt, but the task was onerous and no one stepped forward to do it. So they had to hire migrant gods. <clears throat> <laughs> Just like the real America. <laughs> uh, no one, that is, until the Mason came. No name. Just the Mason. Uh, he rode into town alone on a fine stallion, and the god Hemdal, I think that's how you pronounce it, who guards Idris Elba. the entrance. Yes, Idris Elba. That's just how I'm going to call people. Uh, so Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Idris Elba, who guarded the entrance to this world, stopped him. What do you want? I have a proposal for the gods, said the Mason. So the gods and goddesses gathered in the hall, and Odin said, Well... <laughs> I'll rebuild your wall, said the mason, stronger and higher than before. No one will be able to breach it, not even the strongest, tallest frost giants. And I'll do it in just 18 months. He paused. And the Vanir will pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just snort? I did. It wasn't even that funny. I smoked a little weed before we started. Okay. Mm. Odin recognized the significance of that pause. Under the condition that Freya becomes my wife. Sorry, my wife. Uh, Freya felt felt a bolt shoot through her, metaphorically. Uh, The wife of a human? Never. She was furious. I would be too. Shouts of derision came from every direction. (laughs) Odin pointed past the mason. Get out of here! I want the sun and the moon as well, said the mason. All three of them. Freya, the sun, the moon. That's all. That'll do. That's it. Pandemonium broke out. Does he want to fuck the moon too? What's his deal? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look at those craters. Uh, Pandemonium broke out, but a sharp, loud voice pierced all. Wait a minute. It was Loki. Let's think it over, at least. So the mason left, while the gods remained there to hash it out. Freya wept tears of gold, for that was her habit. <laughs> Shit. Others I mean, that's Loki. super extra, but... I mean... I kind of respect it. This is the woman who drove a chariot led by kittens, so... Yeah, yeah, she's pretty cool, she's gal. She's the best. Um... <clears throat> It is impossible to build a wall that size in 18 months, said Hemdall. My point precisely, said Loki. Let's agree to his terms. At the end of 18 months, he'll have failed to meet his promise. We'll owe him nothing, and we'll have whatever part of the wall he's managed to complete. We win, no matter what. This seems like a wise decision all around. No one liked the idea, but no one could fault Loki's logic. (laughs) Oh my god. Odin summoned the mason back. Six months. That's all you get. Build the wall and you'll get Freya, the sun, and the moon. That's too short, said the mason. Those are the terms. If it's not complete in six months, you forfeit all. And what I'm about to say is, quote from the book, and I will not be held responsible. 
The mason looked at Freya googly-eyed. He was drunk with her beauty. Googly-eyed? Googly-eyed. Googly-eyed? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, he was drunk with her beauty. Allow me the aid of my stallion, Svan Dilfari. That's a word. Yeah, it's probably not how it's pronounced. Googly-eyed? <laughs> yes. Take it up with the lady who wrote this. Uh, allow me the aid of my stallion, and we have a deal. Odin objected, but Loki's voice rose, again rose high. Would you turn away from the deal at this point? The horse is small help, and we need a wall. This is weirdly timely. Uh, timely. So the gods agreed, and the mason assumed the task. He spread out a net and heaved stones onto it, slabs of enormous weight. Why, this mason's strength rivaled that of Thor, the strongest of the gods. And that mason's name was Tessa Thompson. <laughs> then the mason harnessed this massive load to his stallion and bellowed. The horse thrust forth. Wow, this is sexual. The horse thrust forward with all his might, stamping his hoofs into the rocky earth. He proved stronger even than his master. The two of them worked all night. At dawn, the gods and goddesses were astonished to see so many stones already hauled to the wall site. As the days and weeks and months passed, they watched the wall grow. <laughs> it was thicker, taller, better than ever. It's a lady who wrote this? Yep. Okay. For, for Nat Geo. And it was nearly finished. The mason and his stallion were a marvel and a terror. What would the Aesir do if this builder succeeded? How could they exist without the light and heat of the sun, the comfort of the moon, and poor Freya wed to a brute? <laughs> she stood in a rising puddle of gold tears and chewed at her wrists. It was all too awful. I like her. <sighs> Odin called a meeting. Everyone railed at Loki. But Loki had the solution, of course. Oh, he yes, does. He'd make sh yeah, you know what the story's about. He'd make sure the mason didn't finish one way or another. To Loki, it was clear that the stallion was the answer. Without that horse, the mason could carry at most one boulder up the hillside at a time. That evening, as the mason led Svandilfari... <laughs> I don't know. Say it like you know how to pronounce it. As the mason led Svandilfari back down to the quarry... Sounds great. A mare stepped forward from the thicket beside the path. Her neck was long and sleek, her mane seemed to float around her, and her tail was a stream of stars. She kicked up her heels, her flanks shimmered. I'm pretty sure this was a scene in Hercules, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this, uh, this is ringing a bell. The stallion simmered. This is making me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> it should be. Off they galloped, him behind her. The mason called after his horse. He shouted until his throat was raw. He cursed. Svendelvari didn't give a backward glance. <laughs> what a cool horse. In the morning, when the stallion finally returned. <laughs> oh, oh, we're, we're just going to gloss all over that, huh? It's, I assume this book is for children, barely. Um, when the stallion finally returned, the mason realized that one night, lost night of work had cost him the whole deal. Anger smoldered within and burst <gasps> forth, and the mason changed into who he really was, a huge rock giant. It was Alice Cooper. The gods and goddesses now lost their tempers. No one could come before them disguised and hope to get away with it, especially not a giant. It was outrageous. Thor hit the giant in the head with his hammer. Mjolnir. You Mjolnir? know how to pronounce it. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. 
Mjolnir. Have you never giant- seen Avengers? Come on. I can pronounce it like Kat Dennings pronounces it. <laughs> Mew Mew? Mew Mew. The giant skull shattered and he immediately found himself in Niflheim. Hmm. Several months later, Loki, who hadn't been seen in all that time, <laughs> returned to Asgard with a colt at his heels. A colt who had eight legs. Loki had been that alluring mare, and with Savandilfari, he had made the magnificent Cole slip near. This is definitely for children. So Loki was actually the colt's mother. Odin was smitten with the colt immediately. And what was Loki going to do with a colt after all? He had been a dreadful father, and he certainly had no desire to be a mother. So Loki gave Slepnir to Odin. <sighs> and that's the story of how Loki got fucked by a horse. I am both relieved and deeply disappointed that they didn't go into more detail about that. I have to assume there is no more detail needed. <laughs> Let your imaginations do the work. I imagine that Loki remained as that really hot horse for however long they said. Oh, I hope so. Because it would have been weird if he transformed back into a man and had like a junior situation. (laughs) I mean, that's what all the fanfic writers are picturing. Oh, God, that probably exists. You know there's fan art. It's the internet. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. Hmm. And that concludes Emily's Norse mythology fairy tale theater. An offshoot of Emily's fairy tale theater. <laughs> I want to say good story, but do I? Oh, oh my God. There, I googled the name of the horse, and it did come up with uh, Loki, Tom Hiddleston Loki, clutching an eight legged horse. And on the photo, it says, Happy Mother's Day. So, oh, that's cute, though. That's where we are with that. <laughs> Um, and that I could be made worse. sure to like see where the eight legs were. I didn't know if it was. I didn't know if the eight legs made it look like a centipede or like that kind of thing. But it's uh, four legs in front, like in a row, and then four legs in back. Oh, that's that's much less disturbing. I was definitely picturing the centipede. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, well, someone drew him as a My Little Pony. Anyways, that's the mini. Can we go now? Yeah. I'm deeply uncomfortable again. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is As Above, So Below.